For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with Dr. Kevin Passaro, trying to bring you a lot of really good information all about you and your health. Now, the show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com. That's myvillagegreen.com. And this is a reminder that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. You get expert advice in both places. They do carry a superior line of supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, a reminder that we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and you can tune in next week. I'll be with you again on the subject of nutrition and health. Now, today, our esteemed guest is Dr. Ben Lynch, naturopathic doctor, author of Dirty Genes, a breakthrough program to treat the root cause of illness and optimize your health. And our subject is methylation, epigenetics, and dirty genes. And we have talked about this before, but now we get to hear it from an expert. And I just want to give you some information on Dr. Lynch's background. He's a naturopathic doctor, received his BS degree from, on cellular and molecular biology from the University of Washington and his doctorate in naturopathic medicine from Bastyr University. So welcome to the show, Dr. Lynch. Hey, appreciate the invitation. Yes, and I think you have a lot to share with us. So let's get started on the subject of epigenetics. We've talked about this frequently on the show, but it's always good to delve into it because it it is a complex issue. And I always like to say that one of my colleagues was on the team at NIH that discovered in the mid-90s epigenetics, that genes were plastic. So uh, she said they couldn't say a word until another uh, investigative group confirmed their findings. You don't turn genetics upside down without without, uh, getting sophisticated backup. So uh, let's go ahead and talk about epigenetics. I know we've mentioned it before, but uh, please give our listeners your take on it. My take on it is basically what she found is apparently, I mean, I don't, I haven't read her exact paper, but basically our genes, we thought that our genes dictated everything whenever they wanted. And we were at full, uh, their whim, right? So they just, if they wanted us to be sick, well, we got sick. Now what we've found out is our genes are, like you said, they're plastic, they're not plastic made, but they're resilient and they respond to things. And epigenetics is the science of understanding why our genes turn on and why they turn off and what stimulates them to do that. 
and basically what it's finding out is that genes turn on and off, not really on a whim at all, but rather by us, by our own choices and by the environment that's around us, by the food that we eat, by the food we don't eat, and with our own eyes when we perceive outside what is going on around us, if it's beautiful nature, certain genes will work better for our digestion, for example, or wound repair. Those genes will be acting. And then if we see a danger, those wound repair genes and digestive genes are going to be like, you know what, this is not important right now. Getting away from that danger is so increased blood flow genes will turn on, heart genes will work faster so they can pump more blood, uh, you know, alertness, so brain chemicals will be flooded in your brain by certain genes. So epigenetics is basically the stuff that influences your genes to turn on or off. Good explanation. I uh, refer to the terminology environmental modification of gene expression. I'm not sure if I heard it or I made it up, but it certainly explains exactly what you're talking about, that our external internal environment modifies how our genes function. And that was brand new news and very exciting for those of us in preventive functional complementary medicine, just as you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your clinical background and what you're doing. Well, clinical background, I was, uh, you know, I, naturopathic medicine, so that's a very broad scope. Um, you know, naturopaths practice primary care, and what got me really interested was environmental medicine. Uh, that was my focus. And environmental medicine is basically anything that affects the human body that is from the environment. And that can be poor air quality, it could be poor water quality, it could be chemicals in the home, it could be electronic signals like the phone against my head, um, it could be carpets, um, soaps, personal care products, you name it. Uh, the stuff is everywhere. So how these chemicals from the environment get into our bodies And then what do they do and how do they affect us and what genes do they affect and how do they affect them? Um, So that was a really big focus for me. And then when I was working with one of the best environmental medical doctors in the world, uh, who unfortunately just passed on, was Dr. Bill Ray. Oh, I Uh, knew him. I knew him well. Phenomenal guy. Phenomenal guy. And, uh, you know, patient after patient, it was just jaw-dropping of, of how the environment really affected patients. And we do not focus on this enough. And when I was working with Dr. Ray, I asked him, I said, you know, Bill, we've got these patients with heavy metal exposure, you know, this, this group of four or five that we're working with. And, you know, some are getting better and some aren't. And what's up with that? And he goes, oh, just some patients respond differently. And I was like, well, do you think that their genetics may be different? He's like, you know, this is a new field, and, you know, I haven't had really a moment to check it out, but, you know, it definitely could be. It's just, you know, not my area. So that really intrigued me. And because um, if you have the same patients doing this, you know, the same sickness and with the same uh, cause, yet the treatments weren't working for all of them, why was that? And so I dug deeper, and that's how I got into genetics. And, and uh, so because I don't like... You know, some doctors, like, they settle for 80%, you know, success rate with their patients. I want 100%, and uh, that's really hard to do. 
Well, it's it's certainly a good goal, and you were with the finest. He was the pioneer in environmental medicine, and and my uh, the first uh, complementary functional medicine practice. I was with George Mitchell, and we had we did environmental medicine, and Excellent. that was my introduction and a controversial area for a long time. Not so controversial anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think you can practice medicine without using environmental medicine anymore. That's right. Yes. So, uh, talk to us a little bit about the term "dirty genes." I think that's a really brilliant term for your book, "Dirty Genes: A Breakthrough Program to Treat the Root Cause of Illness and Optimize Your Health." So, this is your book, and tell us about it, please. Well, they say out of conflict comes comes resolution, right? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I was on the phone with my agent. And my writer, I was telling them, I do not want this book called The Seven Deadly Genes. I'm vehemently against this. And they're like, we love it. I think it's great. It's going to really attract media and so on. I said, yeah, but it's going to scare the heck out of our readers and and so on. Yeah, I'll catch flair, but it's it's not going to be one of those perennial sellers and not support people or empower them. I said, look, our genes are modified in how they turn on and off. And what modifies them are the choices by people and the choices that they make. So if they make the right choices, right genes will turn on or off and vice versa. So, and I said, they can get really dirty from the environment. And she's like, and uh, Rachel, uh, who I dedicated the book to, she goes, dirty genes. She just interrupted me. She said, dirty genes. I said, that's perfect. And I said, because when you get something dirty, you immediately think, I can clean that up. And so if we make a bad choice, a lot of us read these health books. We think, God, this writer, this author, this doctor, or so on, must be live a perfect lifestyle. They must do everything right. No, we don't. Uh, we honestly don't. Uh, some of us may, but I don't. And the secret is, though, is we know how to clean up the mess that we made. That's the big difference. And so Dirty Jeans allows you to live a life where you don't have to eat cardboard every single day and live in a box. It allows you to understand what goes on from your choices, how they impact your genes, what those particular genes do, and it gives you the tools to understand real time of how to support them. Yes. uh, I like the way you describe that, uh, being able to clean up the mess, and it You're making the point that we have a lot of power in in what our genes do and don't do. And I always wondered on identical twins, I would observe that those that lived together and lived a similar lifestyle looked more identical. And those that had very different lifestyles would look very different, have different levels of health. And sometimes uh, you get a, a pair of twins where one had a really poor uh, diet, poor environmental exposures, stressors, smoking, drinking, and the identical twin very different. And they can look years apart. And the studies, the Minnesota twin studies, really brought that information out. And I remember thinking, there is something different that happens to people 
with their environmental exposure. And as you well know, at the time, medicine was not impressed with prevention. Prevention no. was was something they we were told it's all in your genes. Well, it is. So we're yeah. going to carry on that conversation in the next segment. And if you've just tuned in with us, folks, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break with more interesting information from uh, Dr. Ben Lynch. Solgar number seven can help you feel the difference. Solgar number seven actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number seven is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number seven help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven. Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Carry. Do you experience occasional sleeplessness? Pure Encapsulations Sleep Solution offers a unique blend of magnesium, glycine, thionine, and melatonin to support relaxation, sleep onset, and healthy sleep quality to encourage restful sleep throughout the night. This convenient single-serve ready-to-drink bottle is designed for easy on-the-go use, perfect for all your summer travel. Sleep Solution can be found at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. The show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and I want to remind you to tune in next week. I'll be with you again, and we'll be talking on many health issues. Now, uh, I, I want to introduce Dr. Ben Lynch again. We're talking about methylation, epigenetics, and dirty genes. And Dr. Lynch just gave us a good explanation of epigenetics and what I call environmental modification of gene expression. It means we have a lot of power 
to make things worse or make it better by what we choose to do in our life, in our lives. So let's keep going on this subject, Dr. Lynch. Share with us a little bit more about this term methylation. We have spoken about it on this show, but it is a complex subject for sure. So let's talk about methylation. Yeah, methylation is a, is a complicated topic. and People hear that term and like, what's that? And they kind of immediately turn off. Well, well don't turn off. It's, it's actually pretty simple. Um, so when you have this, break words apart, so you have methyl and you have asian. Asian describes an action, right? So when you have uh, an action of a methyl, which is a compound in the body that's very, very simple and small, uh, when a methyl group binds to something else or connects to something else, it changes its function or it changes its shape. And when that happens, you have different things. So if I'm holding out my hand upside down to receive uh, a phone from you that you're giving me, say you're giving me my phone, my hand is outstretched, flat, palm side up. That's one type of action my hand can do. However, let's say you gave me a muscle group in my hand. Now my hand is curved in a ball, and it's now a fist, and I'm holding something so something doesn't drop out. Well, that's exactly what happens in the body as well. So methylation is the action in which something is given, a methyl group is given to another compound in the body, a chemical or a heavy metal or a neurotransmitter, a brain chemical or a hormone, and it alters it. So, for example, you can have a very harmful form of estrogen in the body, which, you know, is a very uh, important female hormone, and and have it too. Um, And if you have this toxic hormone, and your methylation cycle isn't working very well, or the, the, the system isn't working very well, this toxic hormone can lead to cancer. And so if our body puts a methyl group on this harmful estrogen, it makes it less problematic. And then arsenic is commonly found in our drinking water, in our food, and in some, uh, like, used to be in uh, pressed board and, and lumber, but not anymore. And so we ingest this and get it into our body, and we need these, the action of methylation to take that arsenic and also get it out of our body. So basically, it's just a process in the body out of many, there's many processes. Methylation is just one, but it's super, super important. It is, and you, I like your metaphor. Uh, that's one of the best metaphors I've, I've heard on methylation. It's, it's a good visual. Um, let's back up and, and talk about the fact that, that there are many gene variants, variations of genes, but there are some that have been identified as our primary dirty genes. And I'm sure this will expand as our knowledge expands in genetics. Uh, so mention some of the other genes and what they're involved in. Yeah, so there's about, you know, depending on what paper you read, when you read it, there's anywhere from 18,000 to 20,000 genes in the human body. And they, a lot of them have very, very unique roles and some uh, roles and some of them overlap into different things that do different things. They can kind of not multitask, but they can handle a lot. So when you have methylation going on, and methylation is a very, very important process in the body, it does about 200 different things 
plus it helps turn your genes on and off. So it not only just, you know, helps you get rid of arsenic or get rid of the bad uh, estrogen or help you make your melatonin at night so you can sleep um, or get rid of your histamine so you can not have your allergies, but it also uh, turns your genes on and off, which is really, really important. And so there is a commonly known gene out there that works in the methylation uh, pathway, um, which is called NTGFR. And NTGFR is an acronym that, if you hear it right, it has methylene. You hear that? Methylene tetrahydrofolate reductase. And we have these big scientific words, and I go, who cares? But when you break them down, it tells you kind of what they do and how they do it. So methyl tetrahydrofolate reductase, what it does is it, it helps make the body's number one form of folate, which is, again, listen, methyl folate. And you don't hear about methylfolate. You hear about folic acid. You hear my, you might hear about folate, but you never hear about methylfolate. And methylfolate is the number one form of folate in our blood and in our cells. And it's, it's basically 80% of the folate inside of our body should be methylfolate because it supports methylation. So antigifar can be really varied in the population, depending especially on your ancestry. So I'm of English background mainly, but uh, Caucasians, um, Hispanics, Chinese, and the Italians have a very kind of a, a slower antigifar gene, if you will. Their antigifar gene doesn't make as much methylfolate as, say, someone from Africa, right? And I'm just throwing that out. Africans can also have a slower one. And you think, well, that's bad, but it's not always necessarily bad because if you have a slower MTGFR gene, it doesn't make as much methylfolate. That allows folate above the MTGFR gene to do other things like repair your DNA. But this gene is quite slow. I have this pretty slow MTGFR gene, and I felt it. Boy, I was pretty sick uh, for the majority of my life until I would say my early... 30s that I really uh, dived into figuring out what the heck's wrong with me. And uh, when I found out in Shabar, it was, it was one of the big wake-up calls for me. An aha moment for certain. Mm. Yep. Well, it's, um, yeah, the MTHFR uh, is involved in so many pathways and uh, so important in in human development. Um I focus on autism, and it's been very important among the autism communities because if mothers have the faulty MTHFR uh, and the child also developing has the fault, there's a much higher risk for autism. And it's not so simple. Uh, We're talking about total load, uh, with whether these uh, gene variants uh, help us or harm us. We're talking about total loads. So each individual is different, and we talk about the environment, the womb environment, and once a child is born, of course, the environment, their daily living, uh, food, etc., stressors. So um, there are other genes that participate. I, I think the thing that 
I'm impressed with with our genetics is there's so many backup systems. There's so yep. many other genes that are important in methylation, and it it gives me great solace to know that we've got some good backup systems. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's true. You know, there's it, you can't just take I five. That's the only road you can get from Seattle to Mexico, right? I mean, you can. It's the main one, and it's the, it's the primary one, but you could take alternate routes. You could take 99 for a while, and then probably take Highway 1 for a while. You know, there's, there's options. So, and you do it yourself, when there, and there's detours ahead, but they're not always the most ideal. And uh, so with methylation, the primary uh, gene to support that is indeed MTGFR. And I want to say that, you know, we thought that MTGFR was faulty, but it's, and there are some serious, uh, very, very, very slow MCFR genes that are really, really rare. And I would say that those are faulty. But I, you know, I was talking to, to Dr. Uh, Robert Navio, and he said, Ben, the genes that you work with are called eco alleles, and they've been selected for in the environment in which our ancestors were where they were. And how many of us, Dana, are living in the same environment as our ancestors? Right. <laughs> I'm not. So far away. Yeah, and you know, and then we have airplanes and trains and cars and we can change our environment quickly. I'm in Arizona right now and it's like ninety degrees at eight in the morning and I, I came from Seattle. And so what are my genes doing? They're like, What in the heck just happened? Um, so we I, I don't and that's what I'd like to say also about thirty genes is I don't say that having an MCFR uh, variant like myself where it's 70% slower, is faulty. It's just dirty. Um, and it gives us a different mindset. Um, a different backup route for methylation is a gene called BHMT. And BHMT uh, also supports methylation in the body uh, very, very well. And what this does is it, if you eat uh, meat um, or beets or quinoa, um, then this pathway is very much supported. If you don't eat beets, you know, or meats or any foods that contain choline um, or trimethylglycine, uh, you know, your this pathway is not going to really back you up much. So if you're a vegan or vegetarian, uh, you know, you you might be able to get some support, but you got to look up high choline containing foods, and uh, there are websites where you can do that. So just research high choline containing foods because methylation is very 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 much supported by folate which is primarily dark leafy greens and organ meats. And then the backup pathway is uh, consists of betaine or choline, which comes primarily, primarily from meat, which is interesting, right? So right. you have one primary pathway that's supported by leafy greens, and then you have the backup pathway, which is supported by meat, which is pretty cool. But right in the middle of them both has to have vitamin B12, and that only comes from meat. So, right, right. Tricky. You have, you really are doing an excellent job of making something complicated a little easier to understand. And you mentioned Dr. Robert Navio. He's one of my colleagues and a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant researcher with, as you know, specialty in mitochondria. Yeah. Uh, so we are, we've got a lot of similar. Uh, colleagues, Ben. <laughs> so it's, yeah, that's great. I mean, those 
yeah, Dr. Navio is amazing. Dr. Ray is amazing. So... Yes, they they really, they have been important in this field long term. And I just want to remind listeners, if you've just tuned in with us, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break with more interesting information on dirty genes from Dr. Ben Lynch. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green and Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green apothecary. Hi, I'm Gail Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary, where we've been specializing in meeting your unique healthcare needs for over 50 years. Our passion is helping you to get to your root cause of health conditions. At Village Green Apothecary, our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists offer guidance on diet, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. Plus, we offer lab testing and nutritional consultations to optimize your health plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary, located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I'm your host for the hour, and we've been talking with Dr. Ben Lynch, naturopathic doctor, author of Dirty Genes, a breakthrough program to treat the root cause of illness and optimize your health. And our subject is methylation, epigenetics, and dirty genes. And we've been talking about epigenetics and methylation, how important it is, and that our genes can serve us well or serve us 
poorly based upon the choices we make in diet, lifestyle, stressors, toxin exposure, etc. So let's talk about homocysteine uh, levels and methylation and maybe a little bit of information about how people can test uh, to determine what's happening with their gene variants. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, and so as Dana mentioned, homocysteine, this is another one of those big scientific words, and stay with us. Uh, homocysteine is, you know, we think of it, you know, science, I believe, a lot of doctors think of homocysteine as, as garbage and bad. And it's, it's a waste product. We want to get it out as much as we can. But it's not. Homocysteine actually has a function, and homocysteine actually supports methylation because without enough homocysteine, methylation won't work. And uh, so I want to start with that. So homocysteine isn't bad. It's like the three bears. You know, you got to bed too hard, not good. Too soft, not good. You got to be just right. So homocysteine is one of those things that's got to be just in the right amount. And if you do not have your HFR gene working very well, like we talked about earlier, or you're not consuming enough leaky greens and getting your methyl folate, then your homocysteine levels can be high. And you can test for it. You can go to your doctor and say, Doc, I want to check my homocysteine levels. They might roll their eyes at you, and you can roll your eyes back at them and say, well, test me, please. And uh, it's very inexpensive, at least it should be. And it's a great uh, test to see how well your methylation is working. And if your homocysteine is between, you know, I'm going from the hip here, and depends on what papers you read and what doctor you, you talk to, but let's say if your homocysteine is like six, seven, eight, you know, you're doing pretty good. You're doing really good. And if your homocysteine is 9, 10, 11, your methylation, you know, you probably need to be looking at your leafy greens a bit more. You probably need to be looking at your uh, choline-containing foods a bit more, maybe even consuming a bit less uh, meat, maybe you need vitamin B12. And then if it starts getting up to 12, 13, 14, 15, then it, it needs quite a bit of work, but not extensive because the standard, uh, what is it, Dana? Is it anything greater than 15 is bad according to standard conventional medicine? Yes, but I, I like your 6, 7, and 8 because what I've, I've seen in the literature is that that's about the optimum level. Yeah. We don't want it too low, and I love your metaphor of the three bears, and we don't want it too high, and uh, too high, incre- we've got an increase in inflammation and heart disease. So Yeah, right, and Dr. Jill James, uh, she's a very prolific uh, researcher, especially in the autism uh, world, and, and she wrote a paper about how low homocysteine is problematic, and uh, that was an eye-opener for me when I read her paper on that. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And, uh, so another uh, candle we were talking about earlier, you know, Jill James' work is, is phenomenal. And that she's another colleague, and she's the one that was on the team at NIH where they okay. discovered epigenetics and her work in glutathione, uh, metabolism, yep. and methylation. She is simply brilliant as well. And what I like so much about the people in functional complementary alternative medicine, the terms whatever we're using, they tend to be humble. 
and they yeah. they share their information. They're very generous with what they've learned and what they share. And I, I find this unbelievable. I know a lot of times people are accused of trying to make money by going into alternative traditional functional medicine. The people I know do not have that goal in mind. Their goal is to learn and to pass it on and to help people. Uh, so... I consider the colleagues I've met over the years the finest people that you could meet. And we obviously yeah. share many colleagues. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very hard field because there's a, a lot of unknown. There's a lot of theory. There's a ton of science about chemistry. And there's a ton of controversy. So it, it's not a, a very nice area to be in. Uh, for some people, I love it because I love the constant challenge and the constant learning and, and figuring the complex things out and making them simple for people and applicable to real life situations. And uh, but yeah, I will say it can be very stressful at times too. Yes, it can be. Um, it, it is interesting, and it's it's not for the faint of heart uh, no. because you, you get used to. The criticisms, and I think it was Jeff Bland who one day said, "I am being, I am tired of being responsible for someone else's ignorance." And uh, I, in the past year, was speaking with a physician, and we were talking about a mutual patient, and uh, I explained to her that I'm a nutritionist, and she says, "Well, you know, there's really nothing." scientific. And I guess I've been doing this too long, Dr. Lynch. And I said, whoa, you have just crossed into my area. I've been here 50 years. I teach in medical settings and you're embarrassing yourself because your ignorance is so broad. My advice yeah. is that you never say that statement again, because well, the knowledge in trace minerals doubles every few years. Yeah. We can't keep up. Uh, those no. of us that have started out early and probably read most of what was available, there's no way of keeping up. The no, science is rolling in this area, and I love it. And I, she did back down. Um, it, it, I, I didn't expect that. It seems to me that most physicians today, even if they're not educated. They certainly aren't ed educated in nutritional biochemistry like you are, like I am, like people in functional medicine are. So they can't use that tool. They have a, a limited toolbox. It's not that they want to be unhelpful. They just are limited. They speak one language, not three or four. And so my hope is that medical schools become as diverse as veterinarian medical schools, which t have a, an expert in nutrition, teaching nutrition in every system for every species. And in medical school, we're not doing that. It's starting to improve. So I'll be an optimist here. Yes, that's what we need. <laughs> so uh, a, a few more words. Um, I think... In the next segment, we want to cover your protocol for promoting health by cleaning our dirty genes. Uh, do you want to say anything more about assessment? 
Um, well, the assessment testing, I got a whole section in the back of the book called lab testing in dirty genes. So the assessment is, we can just use that. And then I have quizzes in the book called laundry lists, which tell you how dirty each gene is and what that means and then what you need to do in order to clean it. So I think the assessment is in the book for people. That's excellent. I like the way you you have used metaphors. I'm I consider myself the queen of metaphors. And I think I've met a soulmate here because it helps people understand. The book we wrote on autism, we talked about the journey. And we related it all to a journey with your child, with us, uh, to to guide you, and I like your laundry list, the dirty jeans. You've, you've really managed to put a visual out there that can make a very complicated issue better understood. I'm impressed with with everything you've done here. So, yeah, thanks. And not scary. Yes, that's that's a big one. Yes. Not scary at all. So uh, I just want to remind listeners, if you've just tuned in, you're with The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're having a fascinating conversation with Dr. Ben Lynch. He is a naturopathic doctor and author of Dirty Genes, a breakthrough program to treat the root cause of illness and optimize your health. Our subject is methylation, epigenetics, and dirty genes. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break. Solgar number seven can help you feel the difference. Solgar number seven actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar number seven is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar number seven help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven. Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Multivitamins. That's right, certified organic. Made with the highest quality standards. Uncooked, untreated, unadulterated. Non-GMO certified, vegan, and gluten-free. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBalarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Magnesium is needed for more than 30 chemical activations from metabolizing food for energy to muscle contraction. Although it plays a massive role in the body, it's also one of the most common nutrient deficiencies. Pure Encapsulations Magnesium Glycinate offers a highly absorbable and gentle form of this important nutrient free from artificial ingredients, gluten, and GMOs. This product is available at Village Green Apothecary or online at myvillagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? 
One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back to today's final segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We're brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, alternating this show with Dr. Kevin Passaro. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., So please tune in next week. I'll be with you again, and we'll be talking about nutrition. Now, we've had a wonderful discussion with Dr. Ben Lynch, a naturopathic doctor, author of Dirty Genes, a breakthrough program to treat the root cause of illnesses and optimize your health. And our subject is methylation, epigenetics, and dirty genes. And with regard to the term dirty genes, what we're going to try to talk about and give you lots of good information is the Clean Genes Protocol for promoting health by cleaning our dirty genes. And so, Dr. Lynch, can you go into some details? You've already talked about diet, and we may want to reinforce that again. What can listeners do to support healthy gene variant functions? Wow. Yeah, a ton, a ton, more than you think. Um, and you can start right now. And uh, that's the cool thing. You've been making choices that you know aren't quite right, or maybe you're making choices that you have no idea that are that are harming or dirtying your genes. Uh, the book Dirty Genes will help guide you and figure that out. So what I heard here from you, Dana, is, is what can we do to clean up these dirty gene variants and what I also, I want to expand that because what we can do is, is genes can get dirty even if they have no variants. And a variant in a gene means that gene is maybe working slower than uh, the typical population or faster than the typical population. But in the book, Dirty Genes, we actually don't even talk about variants. We just talk about genetic function, period. And uh, so that's the cool thing. So if you don't need to have any genetic testing done, you can just read the book and do the quizzes and uh, figure it out. And a lot of people, Dana, what do a lot of people do when they're sick? What What's the first thing that they look for? Well, that's interesting. I have not thought about that. Getting in bed and resting? <laughs> well, that's what they should do. But what do they typically do? What is a big industry that sells a lot of things to people when people get sick. Well, they take cold remedies, exactly. something to it's, suppress inflammation, et cetera. Right. Exactly. They, they look for something to buy, uh, a pill to swallow it. And sometimes that is the missing uh, key, right? That is the missing link because your genes make enzymes, and it's the enzymes that are made by the genes that actually do the work in the body. Enzymes actually have movement and do... Uh, work and Dr. Bruce Lipton uh, has great videos on that on YouTube, or at least used to. And enzymes have to have vitamins and minerals. But what I try to bring into to the forefront is again environmental medicine. And because if we live in an environment that is toxic or full of chemicals, 
And toxicity can come from just stress. Maybe your boss is overworking you. Maybe you're your own boss and you're overworking yourself. Uh, Maybe you're saying yes to everything under the sun because you're afraid to say no. So these things really overwork your genes. And if you get overworked, they get dirty. So I wrote uh, a chapter for the book. Unfortunately, it didn't get published, but it's it's okay because it didn't. uh, The book was already too big. But it's a bonus chapter, and it's freely available um, on the internet. It's called Bonus Chapter: Dirty Genes, and you can just Google that and find it. Um, But it's I call it Dana the ABCs of clean genes. And so for every letter of the alphabet, there's a step in which people can do to clean their genes. And letter A is avoid. And, you know, if you talk to any environmental medical doctor, there is no point to chelate or pull heavy metals from someone or to detox them if they keep putting in their mouth or touching in their everywhere or breathing dirty air. So if you cannot reduce the incoming chemicals, then what's the point of detox? So first is you have to identify these compounds in your home and fix them and avoid them. And a big one is dirty air. And you, cause we breathe 11,000 liters of air a day, 11,000 liters. And so if you're breathing dirty air, we, that air is getting into our lungs, which is also full of chemicals. Just cause we can't see it doesn't mean it's not dirtying our genes. You're sucking down carbon monoxide that can kill you. You know, if you're sucking down um, exhaust fumes, I was in an airplane yesterday, I'm getting jet fuel, and all these things are then we're sucking these chemicals down, which is more work for our genes. So you got to filter your air is a big one. Um, and uh, also find ways to limit it. I, here's a simple trick that I talk about in the book. So when I'm driving on an, a freeway or an open road, my windows will be down or the air will be coming into the car if there's no cars around me or if I'm on a flat road. If I'm, on, if I'm stuck in traffic or if I'm going up a hill um, and there's other cars in front of me, I know the car in front of me is going to step on the gas and it's going to increase a lot more exhaust coming out of the car. So I will roll up my windows, close my sunroof, and I will put the air on recycle. And I will do it all the time. And I will vary how I open and close my windows and airflow in my car when I'm driving just on this because that amount of exposure, it might seem a little over the top, but it's not. I I can get sick um, or dizzy or just tired from making a commute if I'm not doing that. And so can you. And you're wondering why you're tired. And it's because you just suck down a ton of pollution. That's a good explanation. Um, I, I note that in your information, you talk about quality of air as we have uh, poor diet or good diet. These are yes. our choices. Uh, excellent sleep or poor sleep and the toxins and stress you mentioned. But what is something I'm very interested in is excess exercise. Can mm. you talk about the the problems with excess ex- exercise? Yes. Yes. Exercise is beneficial to the body because it's a stressor. And stress causes repair. And you notice when you're exercising and you continue to exercise that you're able to exercise longer 
and you're able to exercise longer because you stressed your energy-producing cells, the mitochondria, to generate more so they can handle this load. And, and it's, it gets complicated beyond that. But the thing is, if you overtrain, when you exercise, you're making a bunch of, of compounds. You actually make hydrogen peroxide and histamine uh, when you train. And these things can destroy your tissues. And you're also sweating out a bunch of magnesium. You're using up a ton of nutrients. Um, and if you're not getting them in faster than you're making them go out, then you're going to be struggling and you're going to get sicker and sicker and sicker. And I cannot tell you how many times I've talked to elite athletes who have made themselves super sick and they've realized, I need to slow it down and take it easy. And I can't remember his name. I want to say Craig. Uh, I'm going to mess it up, so I'm just not going to do it. But I interviewed him for the Dirty Jeans Summit, and he was an elite athlete. And he goes, he made a great example, two great statements. He goes, one way I know if I'm overtraining or not is if I ask myself, what would my 80-year-old self say about what I'm doing to myself right now? And I love that question because yes. it puts your future in mind. So I think that's a great one. But, you know, we got to make sure that we're not overtraining because it's very, very taxing on the nutrients in our body. Because, again, as Dana has said many times, is that we need vitamins and minerals for our genes uh, to work properly. And overtraining depletes them very rapidly. And sweating does as well. And, uh, you know, he said, if you're looking at two people, if you're walking down the street or driving by and you see a guy riding his bike or a lady riding her bike and veins are popping out and they're, they look like perfect superwoman or Superman specimens just flying, he goes, or you see a woman, you know, elderly woman, you know, slowly walking her poodle uh, down the street, but, you know, without any limps or so on. And she's, you know, moving at a decent pace. He, she goes, he said the, the woman walking her dog is going to be healthier than the guy or the woman who are going crazy on their, on their bike. Well, I, I am a, a cool example. I'm so glad to hear you say this. Years ago, a doctor at MD Anderson um, worked with athletes, and I would see some of those patients, and they were told they did not need supplements, that the body could do whatever the body needed to do. And I said, that's like putting gas in your tank for your day and expecting to go to California on it. And I, I couldn't believe that a physician would say that. He helped Jim Fix uh, train uh, for running. And Jim Fix died with the vessels of a 90-year-old. Mm-hmm. And the doctor from MD Anderson said, my advice killed my best friend. Yep. And it has harmed a lot of people. And he wrote the antioxidant revolution as a result uh, and talked about the importance of nutrition. And it seems, you know, it seems so foolish to me that somebody could think that you could demand of your body running a marathon and consume the same amount of nutrients that you do on a day when you're just going to work and and walking and doing casual things. So 
I'm so glad to hear you talk about this. There was also a researcher on adrenals, and I saw the data that very few people can run marathons without harming their adrenal function. Yes, right. And, and I would... Uh, yep. Joan Benoit, was that her name? She was smiling and grinning in the last mile like she was in the first mile, and she was mm-hmm. designed to run that way. So, um, Dr. Lynch, we've got to have you back. This has been very interesting. Uh, can you talk about, uh, real quickly, the Clean Genes Protocol? We've sort of summarized it, but is there some special uh pearl of wisdom you want for our listeners. Yeah. So the the clean genes protocol is a two-part protocol. So there's a, the silk and scrub, which is you got to eat right, you got to sleep right, you got to exercise right, which we talked about, and you have to breathe right, which we did not talk about. But breathing is so, so overlooked because it's automatic. You got to make sure you breathe right. And that is through your nose. And that is slowly, so slowly through your nose, breathing. Uh, there's a great book called The Oxygen Advantage that you can pick up and learn more about that. If you don't breathe through your nose, you, you're a mouth breather or you snore at night, got to fix that. You got to fix that. And um, so, and then, so that's, it's the basics. I call them the fundamentals, okay? A lot of people want to fix their health issues or their symptoms issues by swallowing a pill that I, in the in the clean genes protocol in the beginning in the silk and scrub section where you're changing your diets and your stressors and your sleep and your exercise and your air quality and the chemicals around your home I lay it all out for you. I encourage you if, if to not be supplementing at this time. I want you finding how fit you you know how much better you're improving without any supplements. Unless you are told to by your doctor, right? You know, you this them, This is good advice. And that takeaway <laughs> we'll have to end with. I'm so sorry that we can't keep going with this because you've got such good information. But people know about you and know about your book, Dirty Jeans. And I want to thank you sincerely for being with us. My pleasure. And listeners, thank you for joining us on the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. And this is a reminder that it's not the number of breaths you take, it's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle. Today and every day at Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.